Hello, everyone. My name is Brennan Marr. That noise you're hearing is my ventilator. And welcome to Certain Point of View, my Tuesday show. Presented by Page Turners, they were not a Star Wars podcast. Today, we're going to talk about how Han Solo saved the galaxy. Not once, not twice, but three times. So let us cast our minds back to Star Wars. Or A New Hope. Han Solo returned. Just in the nick of time. To distract Darth Vader and his pilots to get them off Luke's back so Luke could destroy the Death Star. Using, by the way, the power of the Force, not the power of technology. Han Solo came right in, distracted the pilots of the TIE Fighters. They ran into Vader's TIE Fighter, sending him spinning off. Kind of a kind of a Boba Fett into the Sarlacc kind of way to go for Darth Vader. This, of course, is before Darth Vader became the great villain of cinematic history. So, Han Solo comes in, saves the day there. Later, four years later, in in universe four years, I should say, Han Solo succeeds in destroying the shield generator that protected the second Death Star, allowing Lando and Wedge to destroy the Death Star. Wedge deserves a lot of credit also for going in. Destroying the power regulator on the North Tower, as Lando says. So Wedge and Lando blew it up, but Han allowed them to. Now these, you know, are, are the most iconic of how Han Solo saved the galaxy. However, for me, Han Solo saving the galaxy in The Rise of Skywalker is the most poignant. Now, in the case of A New Hope, Han was on his way out. He got the money for saving the princess. He got his reward. And he took off. Luke tried to convince him to stay. But Han believed that attacking the Death Star was suicide. I think it was Leia then who said to Luke, basically Han has to choose his own path. We don't really know 
canonically, as far as I'm aware, of why Han Solo decided to come back. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I think Chewbacca may have had words with him. So we get that. Then in Return of the Jedi, they were about to blow up the shield generator when Palpatine unveiled his trap. It's a trap. And they were captured. Now the Empire made the mistake of not counting on the fact that our heroes had made an alliance and become members of the tribe of Ewoks of Bright Tree Village. The Empire underestimated the Ewoks. Also, underestimating how well the Ewoks knew the terrain. So, with the help of the Ewoks and a little bit of trickery, Han Solo was able to distract the garrison of the shield generator and capture them and take them completely by surprise and fool them by posing as an AT-AT driver. Uh, my mistake, an AT-ST driver. And then planted the charges that destroyed the generator. Allowing our heroes to save the day from blow up the Death Star and save the day. So that's how Han saved the galaxy twice in the original trilogy. Other people deserve a lot of credit. Luke, Lando, Wedge, the Ewoks. A lot of people. Chewbacca, most definitely. And Han was the one who made it possible. Okay, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about how Han Solo saved the galaxy in the rise of Skywalker. See you in a minute. Okay, we're back. Now, the sequel trilogy, which I love, is troubling to some fans. But I can only tell you what I experienced. And I can only tell you what I experienced. I do not wish to invalidate anybody else's opinion, but I can't speak to those other opinions. All right. So, after Ben Solo turned to the dark side, and became Kylo Ren. His family broke apart. Han and Leia separated and went their separate ways and went back to what they knew. Leia became the leader of the resistance and a politician, as she always had been. And what she knew 
and on went back to what he knew, being a smuggler. However, through the course of his misadventures, the falcon was lost and stolen by various groups, eventually ending up in the hands of Uncle Plutt. Ray and Finn escaped Jakku in the Millennium Falcon and rendezvoused again with Han and brought him back to the fight. They went to Takadana to meet with Maz. Only to have the First Order show up and Han was thrown right back in the mix. Reunited with Leia and Han, you know, being a good guy, really, ultimately in his heart, went back with the resistance to Octo. Sorry, not Octo, Dakar, the resistance headquarters. Han and Leia had an interesting conversation about their son. Han was convinced that they had lost Ben forever. But Leia still had hope. She says a very prophetic thing to Han about saving Ben. She says, we can save him. Me, you. I don't remember the exact words, but that's the basic gist. And Han replies, if Luke couldn't reach him, how can I? And Leia says, Luke's a Jedi. You're his father. Basically giving Han the mission to try to reunite with Ben. To try to bring Ben home. Leia says, if you see our son, bring him home. Han knows what he has to do. There are some looks on Han's face. Especially when he's hugging Leia. That you know. That he's thinking. I'm going to try. I will most likely end up dead. But. I'll try. And try he did. That fateful meeting with Ben. Where. Han almost got through to Ben. Almost. But ultimately, Ben chose the dark and killed his father. Now, in The Rise of Skywalker, Leia's prophecy about Ben being saved by Leia and Han came true quite literally. Leia knew that her time would come. Her space uh, walk, we'll call it. Her floating in space took a lot of strength out of her. In The Last Jedi, she spends a lot of her time in a coma because of being in space, getting ejected when the bridge exploded.
So Leia was very in, much in a poor health state of health. Leia's connection with the Force was stronger than we as fans thought. It was so amazing to see her use the Force in such an amazing way in The Last Jedi. Now, she knew that in order to reach Ben, as Maz said, Leia knows what she has to do. And Maz basically tells R2-D2, Leia knows that what she has to do will take all the strength she has left. So they're in Agent Claus and the Resistance base in the Rise of Skywalker. Leia lays down, holding, by the way, Han's victory medal from the Battle of Yavin, from the destruction of the first Death Star. Holding that medal is extremely significant, I believe. She lays down, she reaches out with the Force and says, quite simply, Ben, this act of projecting herself in a limited fashion across the galaxy, kind of like what Luke did at the end of The Last Jedi, this takes all of Leia's strength and she dies. Ben feels it. Ben feels his name. And he is distracted enough for Ray to stab him. This is while Ray and Ben are fighting on kept beer. Ben stops, and the emotion of it hits him. Leia's projection hits him good. Hits him an emotional gut punch. Ray, because of her kindness and understanding of the Force, heals Ben. Even though he's her enemy. Because she has compassion. Ray leaves. Ray runs off, takes Ben's tie whisper, and flies away. The Ben is left there by himself. And while he's there, what should happen? But Han Solo appears. Han Solo was not a Force user. This is not Han Solo's Force ghost. This is a memory of Han. Leia holding that medal, in, in my opinion, was to help her summon Han so that Han and Ben can have closure. Leia knew, even in The Force Awakens, that Han and Ben needed closure. 
Ben had a good relationship with his mom, fairly. Fairly good. But not with his dad. And Leia knew that they needed to find that emotional closure. Han and Ben. So, on her deathbed, reaching out with a force, she conjured up the memory of Han. In fact, the very memory that Ben had of confronting his dad on the that um, that guardrailless bridge on Starkiller Base. This is a repeat of that same conversation, except this time Ben chose the light. His dad talked to him, said he want you to come home. You know, and Ben's like, I don't, I know what I have to do, but I don't think I have the strength to do it, which is exactly what he said. In A Force Awakens. And Han replies, you do. You, he's saying you do have that strength. The strength to choose the light. You have it. Ben is about to say, Dad, he's about to say, I love you. He can't say it. Han says the classic, I know. Except this time, it's much more of an emotional gut punch. The memory of Han, conjured by Leia, gave Ben the closure he was lacking, both with his father and also gave him the confidence to make the choice that he should have made in The Force Awakens. Throws away his lightsaber, rejecting the mantle of Kylo Ren. He is Ben Solo once again, goes to Exegol, helps Rey save the day, and the galaxy is saved. Han saved the galaxy again. So there we go. One final note to end on a positive note. Some people thought it was fan service to have Maz Kanata give the medal to Chewbacca. My response is no, it isn't. Or yes, it's fan service, but that's not a bad thing. My response is this. Who else is she going to give it to? Think about that. Well, there we go. Consolo saving the galaxy three times. My name is Brennan Marr. That noise you're hearing is my ventilator. Let me know what you think. Thank you for tuning in to Certain Point of View. Presented by Page Turners, They Were Not, my Star Wars podcast. May the Force be with you.